Hey guys, this is the second podcast. It was it was good. I uh, I really gave some good insightful information really how to test your business and what's working and what's not and something I use that requires really no money and a good way to track how your business is doing and it's actually at the end of the podcast, but there's some great little nuggets all built out through the podcast. So I'm I'm really stoked for you guys to listen to this podcast and here we go. 3 Two, one. I just spent the last 10 years in the fitness industry as a fitness professional in which I turned a hobby into a $100,000 a year career, but I got bored and I wanted a new challenge. The challenge, build a million dollar a year online business. The problem was I've never grown an online business before and I'll be growing it completely from scratch. This podcast is to show you my struggles and successes and everything in between. Join me and follow along as I learn, apply, and share marketing strategies to grow my million dollar a year online business using only today's best sales funnels. My name is Brandon Duff. Let's make an impact. You're listening to Impact. Here we go. Let's do this. I'm so, this is a tough one. I don't know about you guys, but money, right? Money stresses people out. Like, ooh, like, you know, that feeling where that rent's due and you're like, I don't even know if I could afford that. Should I be staying home? Like, I don't know if I should go out tonight. Like, are my friends going to judge me for not going out? Am I living within my means? I I was having this discussion with um one of my clients today, actually. And he was telling me how, you know, Brandon, people really live outside their means. They, you know, they, they get these luxury items and they, they really can't afford getting them. And I was, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean by that? Well, you know, people, we, we live in Southern California and rent's really expensive here. And people drive these fancy cars and get these trainers that are really expensive and, you know, but they they can barely you know get by they they uh they have no savings and I was people use money as a way of consumption they don't really use it as a tool to you know yeah as a person my clients pay me to help them reach their goals faster than they could on their own coach i i remember when i was just starting out as a personal trainer and i uh, i didn't have any money and i uh I was, yeah, I was maybe like 28, 27, 26, I don't know. Around that age, I, th- I was just coming up to my 10-year reunion for high school, high school, and I've been dating this girl for a while, and, you know, we, we um, things, were, things were good, and we, you know, we took the next step, you know, we, uh, we took the plunge, at the, as they say, we, uh, we got an apartment together. And that was like, that was that honeymoon phase, really, uh, really exciting. Like you're moving in together and, uh, yeah, I, uh, I think I just, I went on my own as a personal trainer and I decided, you know, I'm just going to take on the world. I was going to leave, you know, LA fitness and leave the smaller community gyms and just really just focus on my business because I really wanted to grow my business and, think I had maybe one or two clients and life was good I was you know moving into a new apartment with a girlfriend of the t- at the time um, and then we 
I just left the commercial gym and the private studio gyms and I was really being a new business owner and really taking on the world and and I was going to show up to my my 10-year reunion and and really impress everyone and uh just really really be that like person that everyone knew me as because you know in high school I played sports and I I uh really got along with everyone and I really was nice to everyone so I wanted and I, I you know I was voted like most likely to succeed so you know how cool would it have been just to show up to that uh that event with you know my girlfriend my you know my my new career that was really just taking off because I felt like I had clients coming in and I like I had one or two two or now I think I had two or three clients coming and a day and uh, it was it was taking off and I uh I could probably make a pretty good impact and I uh we we uh me and the girlfriend move in and you know it's that honeymoon phase and everything is exciting and uh yeah it was that uh you know that really that um lovey-dovey feeling like wow this this could be the the one I spend the rest of my life with and uh you know I just yeah she probably couldn't stand living with me we were both young and uh we've never probably done that before so um we broke up i uh i told her to go ahead and take all the savings account and i'm going to take the apartment and i um looking back i probably shouldn't have made that choice um i really probably should have took the money um and not the apartment because I was now paying for an apartment that was on my own and uh, I uh, had a car payment and a 10 year reunion coming up and one of my clients I think uh, I think he just took a new job with uh, an extract company. He moved to like Nashville? I don't really remember, but I just remember he was uh, a food scientist, and I know an Andy, uh, great guy, and he, super brilliant. But he he got this great opportunity to work for an extract company, and I mean, I wasn't gonna be like, hey, don't leave your leave this great opportunity and help me pay for my rent for the next month um that was never going to happen and uh i was down to like one client and i had to figure out how i was going to get myself out of this hole with no money uh just starting as a business owner and really not knowing what to do and really being lost in the situation because uh i wasn't like luckily for me I I had a ungodly amount of hustle, and I wouldn't really call it hustle. I'd more really call it finesse. I uh, I don't like to hustle. I like to use tools and things that will maximize my results, and I'm able to do that now because I have the tools, which are money, 
to allow me to help more people in a short amount of time. And I actually think hustle is kind of a negative term. It kind of seems like you're hustling someone, and I just never like that uh, term. So, uh, But to go back uh, to how I was going to actually do this, um, I think social media wasn't popular at the time, or I maybe wasn't very in the the whole social media aspect. I actually created my business off um, posting at you know different sites. Uh, I mean, I'm, I remember posting on different apps and uh, I think different websites that were community-based websites that were local and local looking for my local community and working with my local community and figuring out the websites that really allowed me to reach my perfect client. And you kind of get into learning what works and what doesn't. And as you figure out what doesn't work, you kind of pull those out of your ongoing testing. So you maybe test it for a week and, oh, it doesn't work. And um, I'm not seeing any results. And then you try a different area and you realize, oh, okay, like I got a few leads here and I've noticed that, okay, how I said it this way, they said no. But if I said it this way, uh, they wanted to know more. And it was kind of like building a little script in, in my head and replaying it in my head and uh, seeing what worked and what didn't and, you know, what they call A-B testing. And I was just doing that all my life as I was building this business and realizing that, okay, this worked and this didn't and, okay, that, that did work. Okay, let, that's why it's so important to know what your demographic and what your market is. It's super important to understand your target audience and the, the people that you want to serve. I know when I was really doubling down on my business, um, for me, I, I trained men and I, I focused on men. And I know that there are other uh, markets out there, like some people train athletes and some people train women and some people train, you know, they take that even a, a, a step further where they train pregnant women. You know, you, they, you get into these sub markets where you're now training student athletes or young athletes or baseball young athletes or football young athletes or, you know, mothers that are pre-expecting or post-birth um, or, you know, you have these little sub-cultures that you really focus and tailor your message to that demographic and that market. And once you figure out that message and you're able to put it out there, you're able to really create that buzz. I mean, for me, I have too many clients. I, I'm actually posting about it on Facebook about how I am looking for a trainer to take some of my clients away because I have people that are always asking to train with me and I don't want to train them. Um, not that I don't want to train them. I, I just have another business that I'm trying to really grow and it's, it's, it is growing huge. And I'm taking what I've learned in you know my first business and you know, the years of experience and, you know, 
growing it and it's, I mean, it's not so different in a sense of, you know, creating a message that's tailored to, you know, your certain demographic and putting it out there. I just didn't know the coaching that was involved. And I know that when I got into the online business and the marketing space and um, affiliate space and sales funnels, I, uh, I didn't know anything about sales funnels or marketing or traffic or anything like that. I, uh, I didn't have the money to. Um, I only knew what was free and what was creative. And that's, that's how I built my first business. My $100,000 business is through free means of, you know, just posting on different websites. Um, I think nowadays people think that they can only make an income through Facebook or social media um, and they can only get business online and that's not the case. There, There's so much money to be made in any kind of aspect. I mean, you look at, I mean, I have this, uh, my niece, she's just turned 10 actually and she was telling me how for her birthday, she wanted slime. And I'm like, what? What is slime? And I don't know if you guys know what this is, but it's like, it's like Play-Doh, like as we were kids, but it's, um, it's wet and gross. And then they put this, um, like beads or shiny things in it, or it has different textures. And they make these special slimes that you know, are cool and they sell them. And these kids are like, like I said, like my niece is 10 and they're making money. And I just thought, wow, like if they can make money on, I'm just doing face-to-face stuff. They're selling a product online from like their house. I want, how do I do that? That's pretty cool. Like I'm having to show up and spend time with my clients and really mold their psychology and really put forth my effort and my psyche and help change their lives. And they're selling slime. I want to do that. Like not slime, but like I want to build an online product because that's what it was. They're, they're doing an online product and I didn't know how to do that. Um, because that's scalable. I'm not scalable. Like, I mean, I, yeah, sure, I can make a gym. But then there's so many moving parts. Um, you know, you have your utilities and you have your all the different trainers and then the, all the different clients that come in and, you know, services and products and liabilities and everything that goes involved in running a gym. That sounds miserable. I did not want to do that. Um not at all. So I did the next best thing. I started an online business. I kind of thought starting an online business could kind of be like real estate in a sense that I could have this one product that is online that people buy day after day, month after month, kind of like a tenant. They, uh, the tenant pays a monthly fee for rent and my product online would be some kind of monthly fee or would get some kind of 
continuity program attached to it and thought if I had one of those generating income, like say $1,000 a month, it would just make $1,000 a month. Every month I could make like 10 of those and make $120,000 a month and that would essentially replace my income. So that was the goal. That was really the the goal was to have 10 or products or services that were online that people would buy and if they were generating a thousand dollars a month then I could retire and I wouldn't have to work anymore and I could travel and I could do whatever I wanted if I didn't have the money to buy investment properties I would use the sales funnels and they would be kind of like a little asset or a little piece of real estate because it was generating my little income producing asset every month. And I think that's just the, the biggest thing about being a business owner and doing really anything is knowing the attitude and going in with it and thinking that you can do it and really believing in yourself because I think as I've grown as a as a business owner and as the entrepreneur, I've really learned that the mind is really the the first first aspect that you need to conquer. And with the mind and the the psychological things we place on ourselves that we really need to simplify our lives and how we can have the biggest so this is what I did um, and this might be something that could be great for you guys and a learning tool but I two things one I took a, a little notebook and I always had it on me with a little piece of paper and a pen and any kind of idea that I had or any kind of quote or really any kind of cool little thing I learned, I wrote it down. And I, I kept that around with me and I used that as a, a, a weapon, as a tool to really kind of create a log of what worked and what didn't. And when I would try something, I would try it for a few weeks and then I would cross it off, like, okay, that didn't work. And I would kind of have like a, a box next to it too. And uh, the box, I would, I would retry that, that same thing maybe like six months from now. And if I noticed that it didn't work, that same thing, I would do an X and that means double out, <clears throat> not going to work, uh, didn't work for me. So, uh, and then if it did work, I would put a check and I would give it another opportunity or a new life. And that was a little a trick that I used to kind of get down to my 80-20 rule in a creative way to not use any kind of apps to kind of check myself and to learn what worked and what didn't um, in my business and um, I, I really hope that that, that uh, it works for you guys. 
I notice that in anything, if it's fitness, and if I'm tracking my calories or I'm tracking my macros and making sure that I have the right protein and the right carbs and the right fats and making sure I have the good fats and, and making sure that I have enough good fats because we want to make sure that our bodies do have the right fuel source to perform at their optimal level. I noticed that I'm able to perform at an optimal level because I've been in the fitness industry for so long and my mentality and my mindset and my body and I'm able to perform at such a high level because I've taken care of my body and I think a lot of business owners don't take care of their bodies and the reason they're so fatigued and they can't work on their body, their business as well as they should is because they haven't taken care of their really their mind or their body, which is really generating the business uh, until they can really hire the... So that's it, guys. Have a good one. I want you to test that out and...